Perkesi was last seen three and a half years ago at her apartment complex, which is not far from here. So this area of Millennia Boulevard has always been of interest because of how close Jennifer Kesey lived to this area. But again, the search in this field behind me today has come up empty. Live in Orange County, Aixa Diaz, West 2 News. I All right. Welcome to Conspiracy Corner with Lacey and Kara. Welcome back, guys. Um, so I guess today's um, mysterious disappearance is Jennifer Kessie, am I right? Yeah, and so this is going to be our final um, mysterious circumstance for now. But um, we are talking about Jennifer Kessie today, which is in our backyard in Orlando, Florida. So mm -hmm. this one is really close to home, and I probably won't leave my house ever again after this one. Yeah, I think I was in middle school when she went missing. I yeah. mean, not to put an age on me, but... I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't really know much, because, you know, when I was younger, I didn't really watch the news at all. Yeah, it's definitely been a long time. Um, and I think... I don't know if I... I thought I had the year, but it looks like it's not here anymore, so... So, um, she did go missing in 06, right? I believe it's 2006. Well, I have this website open, so let yeah. me double check. Um, but I am going to jump right in. This one has a lot of information. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, 2006. She okay. went missing. So, I just didn't write that for some reason, but I did remember. <laughs> I see dates, though. I do have lots <laughs> of dates, yeah. So, but the year is 2006. So, Jennifer Kessie was a 24-year-old woman from New Jersey. Um, she was living in Orlando, Florida, and I believe she spent most of her life in Orlando, Florida, so she lived here a long time. Okay. She graduated from UCF with a degree in finance and began a job with Central Florida Investments Timeshares as a finance, a finance manager. Um, so she was, that was also the same company where she did her internship prior. Um, and she was the youngest finance manager at the time. Hmm. She bought a condo by the Millennium Mall in Central Florida um, at a place called the Mosaic at Millennia. The condos were currently under instru instruction. They were under instruction, guys. <laughs> they were under construction. So um, there was people, all, like all of them weren't, like a lot of them were still vacant and you, there was a lot of like workers and stuff like constantly present, which is gonna kind of tie into some of our theories later. Okay. Um, so, and this is a really nice area as well. So uh, the Millennium Mall, the Millennium Mall is like a, it's a tourist trap, but it's a rich tourist trap. Um, and it's a part, it's at a point in Central Florida that is um, pretty fairly wealthy. So yeah, besides Disney Springs, it's probably one of the top contenders for them. Yeah, for yeah. like shopping and spending lots of money, definitely. Yeah. Um, so she was also in a long distance relationship with her boyfriend, Robert Allen, for a um, period of time. I saw conflicting stuff, so I'm not exactly sure how long they were together, but it was a, a decent amount of time. And shortly before her disappearance, the two of them had gone on a trip to St. Croix in the Virgin Islands. Hmm. So, okay. Um, so the events leading up to her disappearance, this is kind of, this is gonna be like the timeline breakdown here. So Jennifer returned home from vacation and went straight to work from her boyfriend's South Florida home. Um, so yeah, so he was in South Florida, she was in Central Florida. So that's about a three to four hour drive depending on traffic and the route you take. Um, so basically she returned home and stayed at his house and then went straight from his house to work and then went to her house. So that's kind of like how. Like to sleep for the night. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Um, so on January 23rd, she returned home from work around 6 p.m. So this is the first time back to work since her vacation. Um, and she called her family and friends while she was settling in for the night. This included her boyfriend, whom there are reports that she had a disagreement with. This is highly debated on the internet, and I didn't find anything that came from him directly. Yeah, how would they even know that? I guess just in passing, like, well, the, the last BF conversation, we were, like, fighting or something. Or maybe yeah. she mentioned something. She did talk to a lot of other people um, that night as well. But he was the last oh, one she okay. spoke to. So, actually, yeah, he would be the only one that knows. So, he would have had to say something. Um, but it, there are conflicting um, points that, she, that they were arguing or kind of had a disagreement before they hung up the phone. She also spoke to her brother, and he asked her to send out his friend's phone that was left at her place. So basically, her brother and her brother's friend were at her place visiting, and his bro her brother's friend left his phone there. Um, he said, hey, can you mail it down? And her family was also in South Florida, um, which we learn a little bit later. But And she said, yes, I will send it out the next morning. So her plan was to drop it off before work, essentially. Um, while on the phone... Okay, so she also spoke to her her father. Sorry. She spoke to both her parents. But while on the phone with her father, um, apparently there was a knock on the door. Jennifer chose to ignore it, stating that it was just a neighbor. But to this day, the identity of the person remains a mystery. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. Now we're already getting into the yeah, stuff. Yeah. And right. so that's not really, like, that's all we the information we have on it. But it could be relevant. But it could be super relevant. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then her boyfriend was the last known person to speak to her that evening. Forever. Um, she did. So when it comes to like somebody knocking on the door and her not answering all over the internet and all over anything that you're going to read or news article or anytime her parents talk about her, they're going to talk about how, um, she was just like very cautious. There was an incident in her family. I don't know if it involved her. Um, I didn't read a whole lot up on it, but basically her or her family or someone really close to her, um, did get robbed at gunpoint at some point earlier in her life. So she was just always very cautious, and um, she also watched a lot of like crime TV. Probably listened to people like us talk about crime on the radio or online, things like that. So she was just very aware of her surroundings all the time, and very aware of how to remain safe in certain situations. Okay. Um, so that's really important to note too, and we'll get into more about that in a second, but. Um, so, yeah, so her boyfriend is the last known person to speak to her, and but she did talk to multiple friends and family members that night. Um, January 24th, so this is the day after, uh, Jennifer did not arrive to work on time, nor did she call her boyfriend before work. This was a common practice for the two of them. So she always called him or he always called her, just say good morning, have a great day, and kind of talk on their way to work. Um, when Robert tried to call her, the call went straight to voicemail. Um, he did not initially worry about this because he, she had an important meeting that day to prep for and he believed she just didn't want to be distracted. Um, it doesn't say if when planning for important meetings, if she tended to turn her phone off or kind of distance herself from people. Um, but initially he was not alarmed. It was unlike Which kind of leads to maybe that was a common practice for her. Like, yeah. if she had an important meeting, she would just turn her phone off so she right. wouldn't get distracted. And she was a character of habit. So yes. everything she That's did what it sounds like. was very um, calculated, very similar. Like, she, it would have been very easy to, like, track her and, like, stalk her, follow her. Okay. Um, but basically, yeah, so if this is not, un or, like, out of the ordinary to him, then it definitely means that, like, 
this is how she handled things probably regularly. And she did take her job very seriously. She really liked this job. It was a great job for her. So um, she did take her job very seriously. Okay. Which leads us to, it was not like her to be a no-call, no-show, nor was it like her to miss an important mandatory meeting, which is the meeting that she had been prepping for. Mm-hmm. Um, around 11 a.m., her coworkers actually became concerned and called her parents who were listed as her emergency contact, just basically saying, like, hey, she's a no-call, no-show. We haven't heard from her. Um, I thought I had originally read, back when I researched this um, before, just from my own personal knowledge, that a coworker called her and she said she was running late and then she would be there soon. But I don't, I couldn't find that information. Um, I might be mixing her up with somebody else who kind of went missing by not going to work on time or something like that. Okay. But I'm not really sure who it would have been because the story is very similar. Um, but I could not find that information and it, it is stated that the last person she was known to talk to was the boyfriend. So mm-hmm. I don't think a coworker called her. Um, it's not really stated if they tried to call. I'm assuming they tried to call and the phone was off, like when the boyfriend tried to call. Gotcha. Um, Jennifer, Jennifer's parents initially called the condo manager, so they asked if they could check on her daughter, well, I guess the mom called, on her daughter, and see if anything seemed out of place or suspicious as they began to head, um, head there from Bradenton. So Bradenton's about a three-hour drive from Central Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe two and a half. The condo manager stated that her car was gone and she was not in her condo. So this is when she is initially missing. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer, as well as her purse, briefcase, iPod, keys, cell phone, and the cell phone for her brother's friend have never been seen since. Um, some have speculated that the police might have some of these items and not release them to the public. To this day? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, there, have, there has also been no activity on her phone, her, the friend's phone, her bank accounts, or any social media. So that hmm. is going to lead us into our first break. Um, this is a clip of Jennifer's mother speaking to um, ABC News. Circumstances surrounding her disappearance. What happened? Uh, She got up to go to work on Tuesday, January 24th, 2006, and did not make it to work. When we're talking the South Orlando area, her condo, what area is that exactly? Uh, The Mall of Millennia, which is um, kind of near Universal on Conroy. Jen had bought uh, a condo directly across the street from Mall of Millennia. Moved in November 24th. And exactly two months later, on January 24th, she was abducted. Now, we talk about all the tips that have come into police. Uh, nothing has materialized so far. Nothing has materialized exactly. And nothing of hers other than her car, which was found uh, two days after the abduction, has been found. Items in the back seat, which easily could have been pawned, were left there. Obviously wasn't for carjacking. Robbery wasn't the motive, so was Jen... Uh, the female that was desired was she targeted we don't know we don't have answers all right all right so that's kind of her family talking a little bit about it um sorry i just messed with all the volume levels uh or her mother so basically yeah they don't have answers and to this day we still don't really have a lot of answers so um but we're going to talk a little bit about the actual disappearance itself um, I'm already freaked out. Yeah, this one scares me. 
<laughs> just because it's so close to home and they've never found the person. It's just a yeah. lot. Um, and I was watching the YouTube video as it was playing. Yeah. And there's just a part in it. I, I think you said you're going to play a video We are. Later. We're going to talk about okay. it. Yeah. So I don't have video footage of it. And we can definitely post it on our... Um, just like a picture of the screenshot. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably have to post that on Instagram or Twitter. We did figure out the video thing during one of our condensed conspiracy weeks, but it was not easy. <laughs> and so, I remember how to do it, so yeah. <laughs> we can do that again if you want. Um, but we'll get into the video in just a second. So when parent, when Jennifer's parents arrived at her condo, they realized that she had in fact been there that morning getting ready for work. Well, what we're assuming is work. Um, the tu- The tube good my notes are all over the place i'm so sorry the tub still had traces of water and her towel was damp so the towel was draped over the dryer and it was still damp um keep in mind her parents would have had to arrive at least three at least three hours after so yeah um what time did she usually have to be at work i think it said nine i think she had like a very typical like nine nine to five. five yeah okay um so that's like that puts them at afternoon time at least yeah okay um, so her pajamas were on the floor of the bathroom and her hairdryer and makeup were out on the counter. So it just looked like a woman's condo where she was getting ready. Her bed had appeared slept in and work clothing pieces were laid out on her bed as if she was choosing an outfit. There was no sign of forced entry or a struggle. So the outfits on the bed, um, the Sorry mom stated, no, you're good. The mom stated that they, her, she had just bought a brand new pair of like designer heels in all of the outfits, the heels have never been found, by the way. But all of the outfits on the bed would have matched those heels. So she thinks that's what she would... I mean, she had this important meeting. Oh, so maybe so, she laid out a few outfits is what you're saying? Yeah, and she Okay, one. all right. Um, what were you going to say, though, about the fourth yeah. entry thing? Oh, I was, I was going to say maybe it was that mysterious person who knocked on the door and they knocked again. Yeah, I, which I is know. very likely. It's very strange. Maybe that's why there's no sign of forced entry or yeah. struggle <laughs> it also to me sounds a lot like it happened in the parking lot but we're, we're gonna get into okay that. um it is important to note that the orlando police department did drop the ball quite a bit um i as somebody who lives in orlando i have no problems with opd i think they um do a really good job and i mean they're not one of the police departments a lot of people like talk about dropping the ball or like you know they don't really do like things that like sleight of hand kind of things Mm -hmm. um but they did drop the ball a lot on this um their first mistake was not blocking off the condo and processing as a it as a crime scene they also assumed that she just left to clear her head after the argument with her boyfriend again still debated whether or not there was actually an argument um but the police have stated that they think that she may have just walked off Hmm. um it was also okay so then it was discovered that someone driving Jennifer's car was picked up by a security camera from an apartment complex called Huntington on the Green about one and a half miles from Jennifer's condo. This footage would be recorded about an hour after the phone call was made to Jennifer's parents from her job. Okay. The driver of the vehicle exited the car and walked away normally. They never looked back. They never hesitated. They just casually strolled away. Two days later, Jennifer's black Chevy Malibu would be found at the same complex, same complex, <laughs> Huntington on the Green, one and a half miles away. By so the, it never moved for two days. For two days, yeah. Okay. And it was by the complex pool. Um, the only evidence found in the vehicle was part of a single fingerprint and a single fiber. I've seen that the fiber was 
DNA and I've seen that it was fiber, which to me says like clothing or something like that. Um, either way, they couldn't test either of the two things. They were too small. So, oh my God. Yeah. And I mean, there's no way to say that it was even like it could have been Jennifer's fingerprint or fiber. I don't know why they chose those two items. I don't know if they just looked out of place, but they okay. were never tested. So, which is another place where OPD kind of dropped the ball. But um, I have seen that it's just a partial fingerprint, and I don't know. A lot of fiber can be so small, so you just don't even know. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, the video did show the person of interest, but it was taken at three-second intervals, and the person of interest's face is blocked in all three of the <sighs> clips that show them walking by the fence. The person of interest has been called the luckiest person of interest ever. Yeah, for real. Jeez. Yeah. Many people have speculated, though, whether the person of interest is male or female and what they appear to be wearing. The video is also very poor quality. Bloodhounds traced the scent of the driver from the Chevy Malibu to the bottom of Jennifer's condo staircase, but then the trail just ends. Yeah. Really? So that's <gasps> why I think... It could be somebody that lives in the building. Well, yeah, we're going to get into theories, but yeah, so it basically, but that's why I think it happened in the parking lot, because if it stops at the end of the staircase, that means they probably didn't go up to the door again, if it was the same person that knocked. Oh, true. Okay. Interesting. So, um, yeah, so that's pretty wild in and of itself, but... Yeah, so going back to this video, I kind of want to dissect this for a second. I'm actually going to pull it up on my computer. Um, Jennifer. Yeah, person of interest. Okay. So we will kind of walk you guys through what is happening in this video. So there is like a metal fence around, I'm assuming what's the pool, so in this first video, you actually see the car park. There's two videos. The first one, you actually see the car pull into the parking spot, and then a person gets out and just walks away. Okay, I don't need all this extra video stuff. Um, here we go. So they casually just walk. They're just like strolling around the edge of the pool. Yeah, the, those intervals, I can't believe they got blocked in every single one. Yeah, it's nuts. And so it's not uncommon um, for a hotel or a big business to have cameras that record in intervals. Like Even where we work at um, the college, it's not unusual for it to record in intervals like that because you generally get everything you need right? Um, without like running up a battery or wasting a lot of space. Um. There are times, though, if you guys are familiar with the Kanika Jenkins case, which is definitely a case we can cover, but there's still a lot of open wounds there, and I just want to make sure that if we cover it, we tread carefully. Um, but there's a lot of video footage in the Kanika Jenkins case as well, and a lot of it is that same kind of choppy video because it's not those, like, clean... Um, hmm. It's not, like, a clean 30-second video. So it's not unusual to have something like this, um, but this person just so happens to be hidden in every portion of it, which every is nice. Three intervals. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So they get out and they kind of walk the exterior of the fence, and then it goes to. So there's another camera that goes to the door of 
what I'm assuming is the pool. It's like a black metal fence. Um, and it did say the car was parked by the fence. I'm assuming it's the fence. There are two thicker posts on the outside of the door where the person's face just so happens to be covered. And so the first interval, they're at the first big pole, and then they're at the second big pole, and then they're off the screen. Uh, oh, okay. So many people have just debated everything from if it's a male or female. Um, oh, no, that hair looks like a bun. Well, and so that's, that's like a huge thing is the hair. Um, some people have said it looks like they're wearing some kind of helmet. I don't know why they would need a helmet. No, it looks like a hat part. with a bun at the back at of the, the back hat of to it. me. Yeah. yeah. So I see kind of the same thing. So and then um, the clothing has been debated. So it they, it kind of looks like a white like painter's uniform, like a jumpsuit. Yeah, like yeah. a white jumpsuit. Um, people have stated that it looks like it could be scrubs. It looks like it could be um, like. Uh, the painter outfit and exterminator, good exterminator outfit. Um, so, and it does look like some kind of like work clothes and work boots. The person has been stated um, as being five three to five five. That is about the only thing we can kind of confirm. That's the average height of a woman. Yes, it is. Um, so, it also kind of looks like they're wearing a white t-shirt and jeans. I will say though, like, so like if you kind of like separate it here, I think it looks like maybe like khakis, maybe not jeans, but I kind of see overalls a little bit. And a lot of people have, a lot of people have said it looks like it's probably a work outfit of some sort. Um, I would believe painter maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Painter, exterminator. Keep in mind, there's a lot of people working in the complex still. Yeah. Um, so it's not unusual to see that, but yeah. I, so. Mm, this might be a stretch, but like at what point of the project was the condo in? I like think were they at the painting portion? Because I know paintings like pretty much last. I think it was a little bit of everything because like there were even still points where they would go into Jennifer's condo and like touch stuff up. So you have all mm. different kinds of contractors here at one time. So they, they might have had one building that was being painted, but one was still being renovated kind of thing. So okay. it could have just been like all over the place. Um, I just think it's crazy that you see this person exit her vehicle. Yeah, you see the vehicle drive up. You see then it drive exit. up. You see the person exit the vehicle, and you can't. We have no idea who it is. Like, I don't even know though if seeing their face in this quality video would have done anything for us. Back then, I don't think so, but yeah. they probably could enhance it now. Maybe. They have reached out to companies like NASA to try and pull the footage. Yeah, I mean they've done everything they can, and that's crazy. There's nothing they can do. Maybe with a face, NASA could have done something, but I mean, yeah, they've reached out to like top tech companies. Yeah, it's really hard when you just have a general five three to five five. It looks like right. they have dark brown hair. Right, could be a woman, but it also could be a man could with be a long hair. Man. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious to see what they have on her ex boyfriend, but we'll get there. Yeah, because um, I don't think it was her boyfriend. I honestly like no. I already know it wasn't her boyfriend. A lot of people were also cleared because of alibis, so it's really hard. Like was the ex boyfriend? Yeah, thing? yeah, but we'll we'll get to all those. So, but yeah, so the video. So basically, the person walks. It is very weird how calmly they're walking. They never look over their shoulder. I mean, you just got out of the vehicle of a girl who's 
going to be found missing soon. Yeah. And you didn't even, like, hesitate. And they even cleaned the car. Or they wore gloves. Well... But I don't... I don't it, know. In the video, it doesn't look like they're wearing gloves. If but. it's a... Yeah. I don't know about, like, the driving of the car itself. Mm-hmm. But um, if it was murder, and if it was a, like, a, uh, like a gory scene, um, this person changed. Because they do not look like they have, like, blood spatter on them. No. They look very... They look like they just found this car on the side of the road, and they just got in it. Well, I read one of your theories. And drove it over You here. don't have any information on it, but I probably believe it the most. The last one? Yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah. But because... Yeah. I'll, well, yeah. We'll there's there. not any... I'll get to why there's not any information listed, because mm-hmm. there's not really proof Valid. behind it. Yeah. yeah. But Validity. That doesn't mean that it's not a theory at all. But... Um, so... Sorry, guys. I can see ahead of you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so basically that's it. That's where, um, we lose a lot of... story ends. Yeah. We lose a lot of proof. We lose a lot of information. We have the luckiest person of interest ever. Yeah. Um, I mean, how many times can you even think that, like, you have video of somebody getting out of the vehicle of the victim and you have nothing? I'm just curious. What, what is the common camera now? Like, is it still three intervals, or do they continuously record now? Um, a lot of them still do the intervals. I don't know how many seconds. Um, again, it just saves space when recording, and it saves... Um, but That's I, true. It saves also, like, um, like space and time and stuff. But the, the problem I'm having is, like, did that person know that they were going to be on camera? Did they know when to That's hit? exactly what I thought. Yeah. That's like, crazy, right? That's a lot what, of thought that research. went into that. Yeah. <laughs> I know that I'm going to have to pass this, but that's still a risk you're taking because if you're off by a millisecond, part of your face is in part it. Part of your face is in it. And maybe that's why they were just so casual. They were like, well, maybe if I just don't worry about it, then. Or think, maybe they didn't even know. I think they genuinely didn't know that there were cameras. That's why they were so casual about it. This is that's also. That's what makes me mad about it because you know that they saw that video on the news. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they are in Central and they're like, Florida. <laughs> ha, got him. It's yeah. like, really, dude? Um, but it's just, it's crazy. It's one of the craziest things. And so um, it's almost as weird as having a 911 call that you can't trace back to. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, yeah, there's just a lot. There's like a lot of little things. Like she was clearly getting ready for work. There's all these weird things missing like that she would have taken to go to work. And then you have this video of somebody dropping off her car, and then that's it. That's the end. Not no clothes were found. Nope. None of her electronics found were found. Anything else? It's weird that the friend's phone went missing, but kind of not at the same time because they didn't know. Yeah. But it would have been in a package, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think she already had it prepackaged in like an envelope, and so. But it might have. But just they been just in decided her, to take it. Well, it might have been in her briefcase if she was heading to work. But you know what I mean, like, cause, cause if she put it in a package and she closed it. Someone would have had to open it to find out what was in the package. True, and they probably did. Yeah, I don't think they did. I think a but lot But why of, would they automatically, like, how would they even know that, that it was a cell phone? True, I guess they wouldn't. But it was a package, so they... That leads me to believe maybe she was on her way to drop it off and then package it there. And that's why it was probably... Maybe, maybe just the phone was just in her briefcase. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Maybe she just had two phones on her. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But so these are the most recent updates. Unfortunately, there's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was actually a March of this year. So. Oh really? Yeah, I thought it was interesting to okay. include this. This is some bright news for the Cassie family. They're hopeful this will lead them to Jennifer. Not too many people get the opportunity to actually go through live investigative files. For Drew Cassie and his family, they will now have that opportunity to go through each of the more than 14,000 pages and over 60 hours of visual tapes in hopes of bringing home Jennifer Cassie. After years of pushing for the files, Orlando police finally agreed to release them earlier this week to the family and their legal team and team of investigators. It's exciting to us. It's, it's um, very big for us. Obviously, we've been trying for over two and a half years to get access to her files. Uh, but at the same time, it's a little scary because we do, you know, it's on our it's on our arms and on our shoulders now to, to find Jennifer. The 24-year-old Cassie went missing in January of 2006 after leaving her Orlando condo. Her disappearance still remains a mystery. Surveillance video shows someone driving her car around a parking lot at another apartment complex nearby. So far, they haven't been able to find that person or Jennifer. It's sad. I mean, it breaks our hearts. And it, it's she's with us constantly constantly she'll never be out of our minds to date there have been more than 4600 leads but they still haven't had any luck the Kesse family is now optimistic that this is the break they need to lead them to Jennifer we're hoping uh, just one piece of information as everyone knows can really start the ball rolling and we're hoping for that Okay, so that was her dad talking um, with the news as well. So that that was um, March 22nd of this year. So they have been given the file, not files, but like the paperwork um, to read through the case. But like you said, 3,600 leads and they've got nothing. So Or tips, I Four, guess. 4,600. 46, That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so... Um, a lot of people thought along the t- way that, you know, that they've seen Jennifer or they know what happened, but there's just a lot that nobody knows. We basically have her There morning. has to be one person besides the person that did it that knows something. Yeah, her dad has said in other interviews that, like, somebody knows. I was, I almost picked an interview. It was um, the initial press conference between the mom and the dad, but it just is, like, rough because they're really upset and it's just like a heartstring puller you can find it on Mm. youtube but um they just talk about you know bring her back and they love her and they hope for a safe return and um knowing now that we don't have answers you know 10 15 years later 13 years i guess well that's why like when it comes to missing person cases like whoever does it is really good at either hiding the bodies or they're still alive yeah, and somewhere. And yeah, so let's go into that. Let's kind of break some of those down. Um, Can we start with the least likely that doesn't have any explanation to it? Well, that's not the least likely. Oh, it's not the least likely? No, but there's not a lot of substance to it. So the one we're talking about is that um, she was a victim of human trafficking. This is actually not the least likely. Um, Florida is a huge hub for tra- human trafficking, unfortunately, um, just because it's so close to water obviously to get on boats and um there's just a lot of florida that is an easy escape 
But um, yeah, that's actually one of the biggest I think that they believe. Like top two, is you think? That, or like? Yeah, yeah, probably actually that she was taken into human trafficking. Um, there's not a lot of proof for this. There's not. It's a really lot hard of, to find proof on yeah, it anyway. No, yeah. yeah, definitely. But that's why, like, a lo- I don't know. I mean, I watch a lot of movies, and you know, human trafficking is mm-hmm. in some movies, yeah. and it seems to me that. Either they cast women as the people who get the women to be human trafficked. Yeah. Or is that like an actual perception that is real? So um, I follow two really big organizations and like hashtag not spawn. But um, they're um, nonprofit organizations. One of them is Thorn. There are some YouTubers that um, represent Thorn. Not represent, but like that um, use Thorn for like start Thorn campaigns and stuff. Um, but another one is called A21, um, and they are both nonprofit organizations that are out there to help get people out of, uh, human trafficking and modern day slavery. So, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people think that human trafficking always means like sex trafficking and with women that may be true, but, um, men are taking into human trafficking almost as much as women every year. Um, and, and young boys, and it's not always for sex purposes. Sometimes it's for modern-day slavery, which is Mm -hmm. really unfortunate. But um, especially when it comes to uh, kidnapping children, yeah, women play a huge part. And so what I've researched, and I'm no um, expert on human trafficking, uh, but it is an organ, like it is freeing people from it is something I'm very passionate about. And so what I've researched is that what will happen is um, they will have a woman who was also taken. So normally it's somebody who grew up in trafficking or um, like matured in trafficking, somebody who's so brainwashed and so stuck in this Mm -hmm. element that they will do anything for their kidnappers. Okay. And they will send them out. Too. So the, the women perception is actually pretty accurate. Yeah, I would say maybe not 100% of the time. Right. I know a lot of the time it's like, and you see stuff on Facebook all the time. Like if you see a $20 on your dashboard or whatever, I don't know how true some of those are. But yeah. Um, I heard one with um, clothing. If you have clothing wrapped around your windshield wiper. Yeah. Just leave. Yeah. Anytime yeah. you see your car. And anytime, I mean, that's just safety in general I think anytime your car is manipulated and you're in a place where you're alone or you don't feel safe I would not start messing with your car that's Um, when I hated working and never let your guard down yeah it's so scary walking around like mall parking lot um we have a mall which is very close to the millennium mall called the florida mall and um I've heard that like a lot of stuff happens in that parking lot too yeah (laughs) that's a crazy one but that's because it's so many international travelers and it's so many just like even national traveler like it's just a lot of people in and out that who who aren't generally there um but yeah so I've also heard um that sometimes and what will happen is the woman will be in distress so like the woman trying to do the taking yeah okay I need help can you help me Mm -hmm. um a lot of times too the woman will have a child really yes so what will happen is the woman will approach Another woman, because women feel safer when they're helping a woman. If a man were to approach you in a parking lot, you'd be like, no, thank you. But if a woman with a child approaches you and says, I need help, you're not, your first instinct isn't to be like, no, this is wrong. Yeah. Um, Always trust your gut. 
I know Uber's a big thing too. People are talking well, I heard about some crazy stuff about that one. Yeah, and human trafficking. And yeah, and women are involved in that one too. So it's just, it is a big one. Um, there are a lot of other missing people cases that I've looked into that I've um, watched videos on, and um, one of them being Amy Bradley, who was taken off of a cruise a cruise ship. She was actually seen posted on like a website. So, yeah. Really? That one's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, like, she was taken to another island, and basically, like, she went up to somebody in a bathroom and was like, I'm Amy Bradley, but, like, they couldn't do anything. And we could talk about that case, too. I know a lot of people have covered that one as well, but it is a really interesting case, and I do believe wholeheartedly that she's still alive and out there. So... Oh, they didn't get to her? They haven't found her, no. Oh. Yeah. But everybody's still very hopeful because... Because of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so it is a huge problem. Florida is a huge hub for it. Um, and they're actually, on the good news realm of it, there was actually just 123 children in Michigan that were found. That. Yeah. So, um, they are cracking down. Like I said, A21 is a great program. Um, Thorn, which was started by Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore, um, is a great program. And that one's to keep children safe. Um, and it uses internet based tools to get children out of human trafficking. Mm. Um, human trafficking is not always, you know, being kidnapped and chained in a basement. It is also um, just being, like, pimped out or some yeah. of those other things that people can't get out of. So so this is actually one of the more likely theories. Yeah, okay. and I think a lot of people have kind of settled on this theory because it it's a safe theory. Yeah. Um, but because there's not, and there's not always a lot of information behind it. It's just I feel like that's why some people back it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so it's just, there's no way to prove that it did or didn't happen at this time. But it is one okay. of, I would say, the biggest theories. Um, the second biggest is the condo renovation worker, which I know we just went off on a human trafficking tangent, <laughs> but I am very passionate about that. So, um... The condo renovation workers. So when Jennifer moved into her condo, there were extensive renovations being done, which we talked about. Mm -hmm. Jennifer told many people in her life, including her parents, that the workers made her really uncomfortable. Okay. Um, I guess they would... She mentioned that the workers lived in... Oh, that's not important. Yeah, hold on. Um, they made her feel uncomfortable by catcalling like her, whistling at her. I don't know why things. they do that. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, why do they think that's okay? <laughs> it's not. Newsflash, things that are not acceptable in 2019 or 2006 or any other time. Or ever. Don't catcall or whistle at women or men or anybody. It's rude. Don't do it. Um, but it made her really, really uncomfortable. So much so that she would constantly be on the phone with people when she was walking, like, to and from her condo. Which explains her morning phone calls to her boyfriend. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, and then she also said that many of the workers lived in the unresided condos. So the condos that weren't, that were still being like renovated, they would let them stay there. I don't know if they were paying to stay there. If the con condo company knew they were staying there. I don't really know all the like nitty gritty details behind that, but they were staying in the unresided condos, which is going to be important when you think about the fact that she said the person knocking on her door was one of her neighbors. Like, so that what? doesn't mean it was somebody who... She knew. Right. Or who paid to live in a condo. It could have been one of these workers. Yeah. What? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. All right. So, Go on, please. 
When there were workers who needed to do touch-up work in her condo, she would drive home during her lunch break, watch them complete the tasks so they were not in her condo alone, which goes back to her being very safe and very efficient. Um, yeah. She would also be on the phone with her father the entire time. So basically, she would drive home during her lunch break, call her dad, be like, hey, they're painting the kitchen. And she would stand in the condo with them while they were painting the kitchen. So she knows for a fact that they didn't, like, put a camera in there or something. Yeah, like, she was always watching them. Okay. I think it went back to, like, she wanted to make sure one of them wasn't hiding in there or something. Mm, like, she yeah. did not want them having access to her condo. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. She also spoke... Oh, yeah, I said that already. Uh, years later, one of the workers was arrested for a crime that was completely unrelated to Jennifer's disappearance. But when he was tracked back to being at the, like, working in the condos at the time, he was mm -hmm. asked about Jennifer. The man said he did know her and that she was nice. He also recalled the last time he saw her, she told him and his coworkers to lock up before they left. This was very unlikely, seeing as though it was completely out of character for Jennifer to just, like, have strangers in her condo when she wasn't there with them. So they think that there may have been a, um, a language barrier, or, or maybe he was mixing her up with somebody else. She is a very beautiful young woman, but she has blonde hair and blue eyes, and she looks like a lot of other Central Florida women yeah. Who are 24 years old. So yeah. it's very likely that he mixed her up with another young lady who lived there. Um, who did let people into their condos. And then tell them to lock up yeah. before they left. Mm. So, But if not... Then that's really suspicious. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, But her dad said basically mm. like that wouldn't have happened. She would not have let that happen. So I don't know No, especially since he was called All the time. Ev yeah. every time that they were in there. Yeah. So, um, oh, I don't I would know. have made him recall the date. I would have been like, well, what day was that? Yeah. <laughs> and then be like, dad, did you get a phone call? Well, I don't know if they said like, can you show us the condo? Like they should have, they could have done a lot they, more with they this. They could have brought him oh back God. and stuff. Like there was just a lot more they could have done, um, to get information out of him. Even if it wasn't him, maybe he knew who did, who it. did do it. Yeah. Um, People have said that, you know, obviously they don't think that, um, and I kind of believe this, like, he probably wouldn't have given all this information if he was involved or if he knew who was involved, because that would have put him know. in danger. No, because that, that's a good way to, like, put yourself in the situation, but, like, make it look like you were on the outside looking in. Yeah, I guess. I it's it's a too. good, um, what, what, what am I thinking of? I don't know. I don't know the it's, word that I'm thinking of. I get what you're saying. Like, it's a way to, like, distract them. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Or, like, steer them in the wrong direction. Yeah, I knew her. She was nice. She said, yeah. lock up. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, just, were there any women on the, That the is actually a really good question. I don't know. I'm assuming. I mean, it's a, we, we are all part of the non-discriminatory act. I didn't see anything about women workers, though. I just know that the men workers made her uncomfortable and that this man was arrested later. Hmm. Okay. But that's a really good, that's a really good question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, well, she was wearing, like, renovation clothes. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, I, it looked like a woman to me. It like, does. The, the frame of the person is very petite. The person is very small. Um... 
Not that men are not petite, but it just does, and it, there's like a bun, but then a man can also have a bun. I mean, I don't. Yes, that is true. I don't think long hair was a style on 06, though. No, but we're talking about like older working men. Like, I feel like I've grown up my whole life with like older working men who like had longer long hair. hair. Like, think like biker guys. Biker guys, yes. That that person was way too tiny. This to be is a not biker like person. this is not like hipster man bun. This is like bun at the base of the neck. Yeah, yeah. Well, like wearing a hat and it's through the little through, hole yeah. in the back. Yeah, right. So I don't know. I, I would love to know whether there was like if it was a a mixture of genders on that crew or if it was just men because it could have been either or. Um, why don't you Google it? Okay. <laughs> I was gonna Google it, but I'm gonna read this next one while you look that up. But I will say, I do believe a lot, there's a lot of substance to this theory. But you are way better at Googling stuff. Well, then do you want to read the boyfriend? Yes, the, I'll okay. read the boyfriend. But let me just say, so I think there's a lot of substance to this theory. I think, too, that, think like, too. she was a creature of habit. So if these people are there day in and day out working, they know her routine. They know what she's doing. Um, I don't know if they were, um, I feel like they may have been, like, undocumented workers. Really? Yeah, I feel like I saw that in an article. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. We will mm-hmm. look it up. But um, I, because there was a language barrier and there was. Who said not, that there was a language barrier? The cops. Oh, okay. When they were saying that for, um, when he recalled her, that okay. they think they were getting the information wrong because of a language barrier. I'm sure there is an OPD police officer that, that can was, speak Spanish. Yeah. But. Oh, well, did they the specify language, which na- language? No, actually, they just said a language barrier. It could have been anything. It could have really been anything. But the language barrier might have been between her and him is another uh, thing. So, yes. like, oh, just okay. lock up on your way out. Maybe she didn't Maybe that's Spanish. what he Spanish heard. is the most common. Right. Yeah. So, but maybe he misunderstood her. It's just like a whole, like, there's not a lot of substance to that either. They, I, To my knowledge, they have not tracked down every employee and asked them. I'm sure they were interviewed at the time. But I don't know how extensively. Like I said, OPD did drop the ball a few times on it. Yeah. From previous experience from, like, renovation and stuff, they do work pretty early, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, they would have known her schedule. And the fact that it happened in the morning and not closer to nighttime, I also yeah. find kind of weird. I Yes and no. Yes in the sense of, I mean... The towel was still damp. There's still water in the tub. And, like, when I say water in the tub, like, there was a pool of water around, like, you know when you pick up, like, the shampoo bottle? Yes. It, like, leaves water. There was water there. Oh, gotcha. There wasn't, like, a tub full of water. Um, but the reason I say that is because usually they'll stop working, too, earlier than when she would have gotten home. So yeah. I don't feel like they would know when she got home, but they would know what time she's leaving for work. Right, and so when you, that's actually a really good point to bring up because if you are from Central Florida or have driven through Central Florida in the past two years, <laughs> you are aware of the I-4 expansion <laughs> that is going on. Um, and how every night from like 12 to 5 a.m., the roads are closed. That would make sense if they worked like an overnight and they got off when she was going in well, if they, mm, mm, 
I don't think that because I don't think they can work on condos while people live there. I would believe that if people didn't if live there. If it was there. empty. Yeah, like but abandoned. But since people did live there, I don't think they would be working overnight. That's loud. Unless well, it was painting. I've reached my monthly which, free article limit for Orlando Sentinel. <laughs> so does that mean I need to look it up? No, because I haven't. A, I'll just look up another article. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, that, that theory is crazy. I think there's a lot of open-ended questions that have not been answered. Yeah. No, definitely. Like, for instance, are there any women on their crew? Yeah. I, w- I, I would want to know that because in the video, mm-hmm. it really looks like it's a woman. But it could... It is presumed that the person is male, this article says. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. What were you saying, though? Sorry. Um, you, if, it, if it is a woman in the video, you could tie it tied the condo renovation workers to the human trafficking because if they are undocumented that's what i'm saying yeah yeah i think i will never take human trafficking off the table of somebody who has never been found yeah if there's no body that yeah yeah, i will never take human trafficking off the table i don't care what age they were what gender what race like they that's always going to be an option it's always on the table i agree um but did you find something no, not yet. Okay. I'm still looking. Um, it is presumed... Oh, I, I did actually. That's what I was going to say. Um, so I mentioned some of the outfits the person could have been wearing. The other two that I didn't say um, were dishwasher or chef. So, I mean, I don't know. Either, um, all of those Does it look all... like sh- they're wearing a ball cap to you? See, I don't know. Somebody. This says golfer. I don't know that they look like a golfer, but... A caddy? A caddy wears that outfit. That's not, like a white shirt, like a white polo. No, they they wear onesies. They would wear onesies. a ju- <laughs> yeah, I call them onesies. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> like a jumpsuit, like but a white jumpsuit for a caddy. How close is the nearest like golf course? Golf I don't know. Course millennia. Um, how close is it? Golf tech millennia. This is inside, I think. Yeah, I would have to be outside. I don't actually know what this is um millennium oh that looks like a digital way of learning how to golf yeah it does right it's like inside okay so that's unrelated sorry guys (laughs) golf equipment public golf courses in orlando florida i mean i'm sure there is one over there that's the area to like yeah it's like the rich area there has to be at least one over there yeah best public golf courses in orlando florida shingle creek Metro West. Metro West would be close. close. Yeah. That would be really close. Ooh. Yeah, but who just kidnapped this girl? Like, for what reason? I have no idea. Yeah, this is is a very nice golf golf course. Oh, I just got goosebumps looking at the research. Yeah, right? Okay, in our defense, though, the image is like, it's got like an orange sunset going on, so it's kind of eerie, but... Were there worker, female workers at Jennifer Kessie's condo? How, how did they presume that the, that the person in the video was male when in all actuality they cannot presume anything because how would they be able to presume that? Um, I have no idea. I don't know what... I feel like that was a big stereotype. There's a lot of stuff that wasn't released to the public. 
So I don't know. I'd like to see what that was. I would too, honestly. Okay, so this says... Um, and we know it's a valid source because it's from... <laughs> yeah, welcome to Reddit. Um, but this is quotes, basically, from her mom. So her mom said, we feel she got ready to go to work. She left, she locked her door. At that point is where the mystery starts. Uh, police say the mystery may have started even earlier. I think she might have been stalked. I think she I think she definitely was followed or stalked or somebody was. Like I said, it's just weird that they knew exactly because if if the theory is true that she got taken in a in the garage, mm -hmm. they would have had to know at least the roundabout of when she would be walking. Like a fifteen minute window. Technically the trail ends at ten o'clock the night before. So anything could have happened. I think she may have been getting ready that morning if all the signs in the apartment said that. But the police yeah, have said... Yeah, the towel said, would have been dry by the morning. Yeah, and I think the towel may have been pretty dry too, honestly. And I don't know that she would have had clothes laid out on her bed the night before, but maybe She's she was sleeping in planning it. the night before. Did it say that the, the bed did appear slept in? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, I don't know. But it doesn't say anything about the workers. No, that is actually... That's something that's really hard to find. Um, somebody was talking about, oh, I can't, I'll be on Reddit all day. Okay. Hold on. All white in the medical field. Um, the uniform, good picture, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, so FBI estimated five, three to five, five, which indicates female to most people. It's got to be a woman. The hair and height description in the footage indicate that to me. The suspect in the picture looks like they have their hair tied up in a bun. It was 2006, which was common. Was it common for men to wear their hair like that? The only See? Thing that's what I said. That throws me off is the walk seems to be masculine. And that is Killer Queen on Reddit. I'm going to give you all them credit, girl. Boy. Whatever. Um, yeah, but they, they can't say that because there's women that yeah. have a, like a bulky stance. Yeah. Even if they're small. Um, I get why they would presume it was a man, but they, I feel people, like that part is still open. There's people asking if they tried to ping the friend's phone. While her phone may have been dead and the battery was removed, the, the friend's phone could have been pinged. I believe I read that both batteries were removed, and that's why they couldn't find pings. But Yeah, the last ping would have been at her apartment. Yeah, so... Interesting. Um... But there are a couple more theories. We'll kind of graze through them because I don't believe any of these. But, well, maybe one of them. But um, the boyfriend. So um, Robert was cleared as a suspect, although there's not that much information around him being a suspect or why he was cleared or he also was in South Florida. So I guess if one person saw him in South Florida. But then he had all night to kind of do whatever he wanted. Yeah, but they would have pinged his cell phone. Yeah. I, he was cleared and if, is the point. And if his phone was not pinged at all, then that would have been weird. And then he wouldn't have been cleared. Yeah. No, yeah. He, no, I don't believe that one at all. He definitely was cleared, and that's good enough for me. So, um, the ex-boyfriend. So, Jennifer's ex-boyfriend, his name was Matt. Um, he was at a bar across the street called Blue Martini, which is still a bar that we have currently. Yes. <laughs> um, around the time of her disappearance. There were rumors that he still loved her and wanted her back, but he did have a strong alibi, and Jennifer's family didn't suspect him. Um, he agreed to take a polygraph, but after that, they never followed up with him. So basically him saying, yes, I'll do it, was enough for them. And they moved on. Um, and I believe he was officially cleared as a suspect. Yeah, that. I mean, if the f 
I feel like if the family actually thought that it was him, they would have done a little bit more digging on that. Yeah. So, um, apparently he just like wasn't the type of person to do that. So, yeah. um, there was a weird coworker she had. Um, I don't know how I feel about this theory, mm-hmm. but he made it very known that he was interested in Jennifer and, um, he was really upset apparently that she went with her boyfriend on a trip. Um, it didn't help that that day that she did return to work, she told him how much fun she had on her trip and this like <sighs> peeved him. Um, on the day of her disappearance, he also didn't show up to work on time. But it was later confirmed that he was getting pulled over and was given a ticket. So that was kind of his like rock solid alibi was that he was getting a ticket. What's his um, stature? I don't know. Let's look. Jennifer Cassie coworker. Because if he's between 5'3 and 5'5, five five, I'm going to be like, oh my God, people. Um, suspicions about a coworker. I don't know. Hold on. I also don't know what time he showed up at work. Oh, named Johnny. Okay. Coworker. Sorry, Johnny, to put you on blast. Hmm. Um. if I believe the coworker one either, but I just yeah, found it interesting. I don't think I do either. This is the outfit that they're saying. This has nothing to do with what I was just looking at, but this is kind of the outfit they're saying the person was wearing. Is that the golf caddy? That guy totally looks like he's wearing a golfing sweater, but... They're saying that this person looks like they're wearing exactly this. Oh... I don't know. It is like a golf. It is like a golf caddy uniform. It's like a white sweater with khakis. I also don't know that a lot of women have caddy jobs. That's. Well, it's because the back of the hat. Where did that image go? I don't even know where that just went now. <laughs> now I'm just clicking on stuff. The back of the hat mm-hmm. had like a point that extended out, which is said to be the bun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it here? I don't know where it went now. I clicked out of it. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. That might be the boyfriend or the ex-boyfriend. Oh, no, this is him. Who? I think this is Johnny. That's Johnny? Yeah. I don't know how tall he is. What does this say? Oh, okay. You can't go on that website. <laughs> Johnny Alberto Campos. So let's look him. Sorry to put his government out there. Oops. <laughs> but, um. Oh, she's working hard for this, guys. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Give me one second while I try and find that. I don't know. I can't find him on the arrest website. But. This is like a mugshot. But I can't see this website. So well, I mean, anybody can look him up. So Yeah, it's that's true. You can just Google her coworker. Um, that looked like it was her boyfriend. That, yeah. yeah. That's, yep. And then this is the apartment that's complex. That's the apartment complex? Let me yeah. see it. I think I know where that is, actually. Yeah, I know, I know exactly, exactly which one it is. Um, 
Yeah, that's just I'm talking about how they she got in a fight with her boyfriend. Um, there is always the idea that it was like a random abduction. Most of the time, though, that's not. Um, they're not very likely. Like ninety percent of the time, or something outrageously high, it's somebody you know, and so. Um, this is him though, Johnny. I don't know that he matches the stature of the person that. I don't think so. But I need like a full body picture. It's like all these pictures of his neck up. Um, but he just in general looks like he may be taller than her. Yeah. So, and that person would have been about the same height as her. Yes. Yeah. And he, he looks like he may work out or he's like stockier as well. So I don't know. That person looks very thin. So. Yeah. Um, well, that was just our live find for the day. Yeah. <laughs> So, just wanted to see if we could kind of find that. I couldn't find anything about if there were female workers, though. So, that's pretty interesting to note. I'd be interesting. I'd be interested to know that, actually. Same. Um, I'm sure if we spent five hours on Reddit, somebody knows. Oh, I'm sure I, but, <laughs> we could find it somewhere, but... But, um... We do not have the time for that today, yeah, do we, Kara? no. That's... <laughs> Pretty much all the series, that's where everything runs cold. Um, it's been a little over 10 years. So we're still just kind of hoping for answers. Um, if you know anything about the disappearance of Jennifer Kessie, you are urged to contact Crimeline at 1-800-423-TIPS. The Orlando Police Department at 321-235-5300 or at www.crimeline.com findjenniferkessie.com um what's your final thought i think that again i'm not going to take human trafficking off the table but i think a lot of foul play has to do with it um and i i think the condo workers could be involved and i think you're right maybe the condo workers and the human trafficking theory are one theory but we don't know but we don't know yeah yeah so. I, I think I'm going to go with that. I think it's it's either one of the two and or both. Yeah. No, yeah, I yeah. definitely agree. So we want to know what you guys think. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Conspiracy Corner VC. And do you want to close out with today's prophecy? I will. So from Baba Vanga, um, this is actually a past prophecy that did not come true. Right. Um, so this is from 2018, and the prophecy was China will become a world power. Aren't they a world power, though? <laughs> I think they were a world power long before 2018. Maybe not in the way Baba Vanga Yeah, I don't it. think it's in the same context. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, have a happy Memorial Day. We hope you're enjoying your three-day weekend. And we have a brand new series coming this summer, so we're oh, excited. Oh, and we're so excited so for excited. this one. So I don't know that we'll be able to find a lot of information, but we'll see we're how it our goes best. for the first couple. Yeah, we're going to try it out. Um, it's all a learning process. So, all right. We'll see y'all next time. See you later. Bye.